Digital Focus. Hello there to you. It is Troy Stockton with today's edition of the Rural Focus podcast. And today, uh, chilling with a WA grower, a man who has a farm at Cunderdon. His name is David Forward. We're going to catch... We're going to chat with David because, well, he's urging WA grain growers to donate to the Ukraine Appeal. It's the Aussie Grain for Ukraine Appeal. We'll speak more with David about this very, very soon. Also, too, very soon, we'll catch up with Miranda. Miranda Slavin from Deep here in WA on electro weeding trials. What have the trials come back with? We'll catch in with Miranda very soon. But right now, let's... But right now, let's find out and see how things are going around the southwest part here in WA from Nutrient Livestock. It's time to say hello to Chris Waddingham. Morning, Troy. How are you this morning? Not bad, mate. I know that you've got a busy week this week because I know that you're in the middle of a sale there at the moment. But uh, how did things go there yesterday, mate? We had uh, we had 369 cattle, of which Nutrient yarded 178. Um, really good quality uh, yarding, particularly in the in the uh, ex- uh, export deer and uh, cow departments. Um, and we saw ri- rises in price there of uh, you know ten to sort of fifteen cents on the cows and uh, fifty to sixty cents up on export beef steers, which was quite pleasing. And you know, wholly and solely, I guess that was on the back of quality export beef steers over six hundred kilos sold from three fifty two to three sixty, uh, five to six hundred kilos from three seventy to four to four seventy four. They're up fifty to sixty cents. Yielding beef steers four hundred to five hundred kilos, three hundred and twenty to four hundred and ninety six cents, and store yielding three thirty to four hundred kilos. 320 to 480 cents. They're actually down okay. uh, a little bit. They're about down about 10 cents yesterday, and that was quality driven. Uh, beef heifers over 540 kilos, 380 to 394, up 30 cents. Uh, the same trend for four to 540 kilo heifers. They were 374 to 470. Steer veilers over 330 kilos, from 550 to 568 cents. They're up 10 cents. Deer veilers 280 to 330 kilos to 558 cents. Heifer veilers, uh, 280 to 330 kilos, 484 to 506 cents. And score three, four cows, 248 to 342, uh, with the vast majority of those sales between 330 and 342 cents. They're up 10 to 15 cents. Score five cows, 296 to 298, light and plain, 200 to 254. Uh, bulls over 600 kilos from 220 to 320. Uh, there's a fair variation in style of bull there yesterday. And under 450 kilos, primarily to the shippers, 250 to 350 cents. They were down 20 to 30 cents. And again, uh, a fairly ordinary, ordinary offering on uh, on offer there today. All right. So uh, <laughs> that's what happened there yesterday. Your sale is on at the moment, mate. And what, you've got a sale on Friday as well? Yeah, so we, um, we have uh, about 800 store cattle today. Yep. And uh, Friday we've got 1,200, so um, we've, we've basically had to split our, our, our usual uh, uh, monthly store sale numbers across the two sales to cater okay. for um, cater for our, our uh, new attitude towards buying up sale yards. Yeah, I see that's in the news this week. Uh, what is the talk around uh, with uh, the sale yards, mate? Uh, what week is it not in the news, mate? Um, <laughs> it depends what look, day it is, I uh, suppose. Yes. Look, I think I think it's it's probably important for your listeners to yep. know that that uh, we're we're actually doing a lot a lot of work, mm. um, irrespective of perhaps what's uh, what's reported and mm. and, and hearsay, etc. There's uh, there are daily conversations within our business. Uh, mm. Obviously, as the lead auctioneer of Boyne Up, I'm uh, I'm involved in, in in you know a number of those conversations. But there there is a lot of work being done. There's, there's a lot of uh, care and um, and attempts to um, uh, to make things better. 
we've thrown our, our sales calendar upside down and we're, we're attempting to retrain uh, a clientele that have been utilising those yards in the same fashion uh, for the last 60 years, you know, to, to do things differently. So, there, there, look, there's a whole lot going on, yep. Troy. Um, details are not, not readily uh, available to me at the moment, yep. and, and they're probably not important, but I think the, the, the message for, uh, for all our producers out there is that uh, we're doing the best we can to, um, uh, to make it as comfortable and um, as easy as we possibly can for, for our livestock and staff and, and people that want up so does. Anything else before I let you get back to that? sale there this morning, mate? Well, I think that's about it, mate. That's about it. Um, All right. Yeah, that, should, that should round the week off, I think, uh, fairly well for us. In between, we'll try and uh, draft some slaughter cattle and uh, and prepare some for next week as well. So, she's all go. Certainly is. Yeah, get back to that sale, mate. Uh, have a good sale for today and also on Friday. We'll chat to you again next week. Good on you. Thanks, mate. See you now. The following interview on the Rural Focus podcast is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available. Time right now to catch up uh, with Miranda Slaven from Perb, of course. Uh, have you uh, learned about the new technology for weed control using electricity? And uh, let's see if they've got some early findings for us as well. Miranda, good morning there to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. That's all right. So, Miranda, will the technology here, will it be relevant to a range of industries, not just here in WA, but around Australia? Yeah, so this technology will be relevant to a range of different industries and it offers an effective non-chemical weed management solution already being used across Europe. So within agriculture, this will be applicable to industries including grain, horticulture and viticulture, as well as in orchards. And it can also be used in urban and industrial um, landscapes such as roadsides, fence lines and parks. And this is because there's a various range of applicators that have been designed internationally to suit these different scenarios. For those who don't know, Miranda, can you let us know how it all works? Yeah, sure. Electric weed control works through the application of a high voltage current to the weed's foliage and root system. And this current is generated from the tractor's power takeoff shaft and then is transferred to the weeds when they come into contact with the machine's electrodes. And once this current is in the weeds, it's transformed into heat energy, which causes the cells to burst and kills the weeds or suppresses its growth. Now, I know that you've had a couple of sites around WA, one uh, near Northern and one around Bass and Dean area in the metro area. Have you had any results that you can let us know about? Yeah, so we've been testing the technology in a range of different situations and early results are looking promising. So immediately after the result, um, after the application, sorry, you can see that the weeds are wilting and they change colour as their cells burst. And then two to three weeks later, we can see that the weeds are completely dead and have become brown and crunchy. So in our current trials, we've achieved an effective fallow and interrow control of weeds with efficacy similar to that achieved with herbicides, but without having to use any of those chemicals. All right. Will you be doing any more trials around WA, Miranda? Yeah, so our trials extend across a wide range of conditions yep. and uh, through a variety of locations in WA, and that includes looking at the efficacy of interrow weed control in Lupin, such as in Wongan Hills, and undervine applications in vineyards in Yelling Up, as well as the effect of soil moisture on fallow applications in Northern, to name a few trials. Yeah, absolutely. So, so no one's using this around farms at the moment. So how far away could we be before we can start to use these? Yeah, so hopefully at the completion of our trial in the middle of um, 2024, yep. 
we'll be having um, companies looking to commercialise it here in Australia, um, and that includes AXTEND Europe, who are looking, um, they're an affiliate of Case New Holland, and hopefully we'll be looking to commercialise it here in those coming years. All right. So for those who don't know, and they might want to try and find out a little bit more, uh, is there a website that they can go to here, Miranda? Yeah, sure. Listeners can go and check out the latest issue of DFERD's Protecting WA Crops newsletter, and that has a lot more about our trials and results, and also has some further information as well linked on there. Miranda Slavin from Deeper, but thanks for the update. And so good. Thanks for having me. Rural Focus. WA growers, well, they've been urged to make a donation to the Aussie Grain for Ukraine appeal uh, this harvest, but you'll just have to do it a little bit differently to uh, our East Coast counterparts. Of course, uh, this is the initiative started by the grain producers of Australia, Colin Bettles and the team over there, and a man who does currently sit on the subcommittee, Cunton and Grower David Forward, does join us this morning. David, good morning there to you. Yeah, morning, Troy. Thanks for having us. That's all right, mate. Now, uh, this started back uh, or early this year, of course, uh, with uh, Grain Producers Australia. So just quickly, for those who uh, aren't or haven't got their heads around it, uh, what is the uh, Aussie Grain for Ukraine, mate? What's the appeal all, all about? Troy, there's a group um, group of farmers and, uh, and a couple of other people involved with the grains industry across Australia that thought we would get together and appeal to a to the Australian farmers to donate some grain and then um, we'll, we'll sell that grain locally and use the funds or send the funds directly to, um, to Ukraine yep. um, to, to some, of the, some of the humanitarian appeals over there. So, yeah, we just thought it was a way that we could show our support, yeah, to, I yeah. guess, to fellow farmers and people that live in those sort of regional areas in Ukraine that have really been affected just to help them get back on their feet. And, you know, make sure they've got food and shelter over winter is probably a priority as, you know, obviously they're going into the to winter now. Yeah. It does get seriously cold over there. So, yeah, we thought good time, good time of the year for us to ask for farmers to donate mm. and um, and help those, help the people in Ukraine out. All right. So uh, how can our WA farmers donate here, mate? Yeah, it's really simple for, for WA farmers. Uh, any grain that goes into CBH mm. is jump onto LoadNet and simply select nomination and then donate, sorry, donate. And then um, once you select donate, there's um, a box there that says charity and there's a list of charities and on that list is Aussie Grain for Ukraine. So you simply select that and select your tonnage and and grain type and away you go. So it's it's very straightforward and, um, um, yeah, we're we're obviously making people aware of that now as the harvest cranks up in WA. What's the support been like from WA farmers, mate? Yeah, look, there's a lot of lot of interest, Troy. Mm. We um we've been talking about this for a little while now, yeah, and yeah. um we we did say that yeah we'll sort of make everyone aware of it again once the harvest cranks up, which is now. So it's a good time to talk about it and um spread the word that it's easy to to make a donation, and even if it's only a ton or a few tons, it's you know if we can get a lot of people on board across Australia, it'll um be a really worthwhile campaign. Every little bit helps and the money raised will go to the UN Crisis Relief Ukraine Humanitarian Fund. Is that right there, David? Yep, yep, yep that's two of them. There's yep. four funds in total that we've nominated so far and um, we are focusing on that humanitarian approach. So, um, yeah, it's really for people, as I said, for food, shelter yeah, and, yeah. And, and general support. But um, it will depend on the tonnage that comes in as to how, um, how wide 
and how, how far we go with the with the appeals. But um, we're really trying to get the money in at the ground level. So yeah. we're trying to direct it to people in those regional areas where possible. So um, that's that's a real focus. And I've noticed around regional WA that some farmers uh, have been flying the Ukrainian flag as well. Yeah, so there's been some really good uh, promotional yeah. awareness, I guess, or, or support of the Ukrainian farmers um, from from WA farmers and Australian farmers by, yeah, by flying a flag. It was happening at seeding time, mm. so um, there's some good photos on going around online, and, um, you know, that's got right through to people in Ukraine. They can, you know, see that yep. fellow farmers across the world are... Um, are thinking of them and supporting them and I guess making a donation is a really easy way to support them and um, and flying the flag, yeah, it'll be happening again at Harvest. So I imagine as people show their support at Harvest. You were saying off air, mate, you have been in uh, contact with people over there in the Ukraine. Just how are they going over there at the moment, mate? Yeah, look, um, stayed in contact with some good friends over yeah. there right through the year. Yeah, they've obviously had some massive challenges. You know, some are directly affected, some are... Uh, affected very early uh, back in February and other areas sort of are not in the conflict zones. Other farmers are not in the conflict zones, but they're still affected in a massive way, you know, whether it's securing diesel for the harvest that they've been um, carrying out for the last few months or whether it's um, getting grain sold and physically out of the country. They've had a lot of trouble doing that and some massive discounts on, on anything they have sold. So, and just general interruptions with everything they do, I guess, is is the main thing, Troy. And um, getting a um, lot of lot of staff, a lot of labour have gone off to to fight as well. So mm-hmm. they're they're short on they're short on everything inputs and and labour is a big one as well. So for uh, WA farmers who haven't made a donation yet, mate, uh, quickly just talk us through again how the WA growers can do it. Yeah, so simply jump onto LoadNet, select nomination. Um, and from that drop down there, select donate. Mm-hmm. And when you select donate, it, it will come up with um, some drop down boxes. One of them is to nominate the charity. So just simply select Aussie Grain for Ukraine as the charity and then work through there and fill in the grain type and the tonnage and simple as that. All right, quickly before you go, mate, uh, you're there on the farm in Cunderdon. Uh, when will you start harvest, mate? Yeah, so we've had we've had a go, Troy, on okay. some canola, but yep. um, yeah, still a little bit high on the moisture. So we're we're just waiting for this warm weather to go <laughs> through, and um, hopefully, if the little bit of rain that's on the forecast for the weekend disappears, and then we can have another go early next week if it, the warm weather's done its thing. Workers, yeah, a okay for workers. Yeah, yeah. very lucky this year, Troy. We've found. Um, we found a lot of people wanting to travel again, you know, from various places. So we've got a couple of people from England and one from Canada at the moment who've just arrived in the last few weeks, plus plus our our full time staff. But yeah, it's been a lot easier this year, Troy. Thank goodness, just mm. because the borders are open yeah. and um, people have been wanting to travel for a couple of years has now been able to jump on a plane. So um, yeah, I think we're a bit spoilt this year, and hopefully that. Hopefully it stays that way for a while because it does make it a lot easier for everyone. Absolutely. Mate, uh, good luck with the Aussie Grain for Ukraine appeal. We'll uh, see how things are going over the next uh, month or so and uh, we'll keep in contact with you there, mate. Yeah, appreciate that. Thanks, Troy. No, happy to help out and spread the message. So there you go, WA growers. You've been urged to uh, donate to the Harvest Appeal, the Aussie Grain for Ukraine. So, uh, yeah, do thank Cundin and Grower David Forward for joining us on the Rural Focus podcast here today. That is it for me. I've been Troy Stockton, and I do look forward to bringing you another Rural Focus podcast again very soon.